most of us have not grown up learning healthy boundaries in relationships. So setting boundaries with someone you love can be challenging. Also, people at work, it could be challenging, but it's an important aspect of maintaining a healthy relationship. I really like to think about boundaries as helping people stay in our lives, not pushing people out of our lives. Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to set boundaries with people in your life. This will include people at work, people in your friend group, in your family, your partner, someone you're dating, really with anyone, even boundaries with yourself. So before we dive into the episode, I just want to take a moment to thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up and taking time to tune into this podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe rate and review. I love hearing from you and share this episode with a friend. Uh, Let them know why it touched you or why it was helpful and encourage them to listen and also, you know, encourage them on their healing journey. The more that we can take care of each other, the better off all of us will be. Lord knows we need it, especially in these times. So let's dive into today's episode. So I want to start with actually even just kind of explaining what are boundaries because I get that question a lot and you know just kind of a basic understanding boundaries is a way to protect your personal a mental space it's it's kind of like understanding the door way to your home right what are the rules before coming in do you need people to take off their shoes you know you just kind of have these set ways that you'd like your home life to be um, that feels good and makes your home feel sacred and safe and so same way your body your mind your personal space it requires boundaries to keep you in a place of feeling safe and secure in your own home body. So boundaries is that they involve the physical and emotional limits of just basically appropriate behavior between people. It helps define where one person ends and the other begins. You know, what is okay? What is not okay? Um, What feels safe? What doesn't feel safe? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? And everyone's different. So, you know, at a basic level, getting to understand what your boundaries are and then being able to communicate them to other people. It takes some time to understand what your own boundaries are. Something that I think is really helpful is anytime you're feeling triggered, anytime you're feeling upset or angry or sad or there's some emotion, usually there's some kind of underneath that is a boundary uh, that wasn't set or it was crossed or it could be kind of a, a place of emotional just feeling like your needs were not met. Um, And in some way, that's always connected back to a boundary. You know, people typically learn their boundaries during childhood within our own families. How did our own families, you know, communicate with each other? What was allowed? What wasn't allowed? Most of us have not grown up 
learning healthy boundaries in relationships. So setting boundaries with someone you love can be challenging. Also, people at work, it could be challenging, but it's an important aspect of maintaining a healthy relationship. I really like to think about boundaries as helping people stay in our lives, not pushing people out of our lives. So I'm going to give you some steps, some ways that you can understand boundaries to help foster self-control, self-esteem, healthy relationships, how to, you know, be flexible also with your boundaries, how to just foster healthy relationships, um, really just develop your own understanding of what you need. And so, you know, go for a walk, grab a journal, whatever you need to kind of absorb this information, maybe come back to it as many times as it would feel helpful. Take some notes if that's how you learn best. But we'll go ahead and begin talking about, you know, the the different types of boundaries. So there's three types of boundaries. There's clear boundaries, rigid boundaries, and open boundaries. And when I'm talk about that. This is kind of a common understanding in like the mental health world. So this isn't something I'm making up. You can Google this as well, just if you want more information. But basically, we shift between three main types. The clear boundaries is boundaries that are clearly stated. They can be flexible. They can be adaptable. There's warmth, support, stability. You know, there is kind of just a clear understanding of what each person needs in the relationship. And it feels healthy. It feels mutually respectful because not only do we want other people to respect our boundaries, but we need to understand we need to also respect other people's boundaries too. Sometimes that can get forgotten. And I really want to highlight clear boundaries is a mutual agreement, understanding and communication about each person and what they need and communicating that and developing a safety in that relationship. There's individual interests and needs, but a clear boundary helps you actually get closer and develop a stronger bond. The next is rigid boundaries and rigid boundaries are closed. They're inflexible. It's kind of like having a wall up and it doesn't let anyone or anything in or out. Uh, Very defensive. There's less kind of engagement with other people, uh, kind of pushing people away, closing yourself off, more isolated, both within, you know, family, friend, partner. It could really be anyone, um, even at work and the outside world. It's just more challenging for people to get to know you and communicate with you and you have a hard time communicating your needs and expressing your individual boundaries. What you end up doing is just kind of shelling up. You go inward and you stay closed off. So your relationships might not feel as in depth or there isn't a really a vulnerability in sharing. So that's rigid boundaries. And the last is open boundaries. This is when you are not clear and you might even be fuzzy or loose with your boundaries. It may be hard for people to know how to meet your needs. And so you end up having these loose boundaries and it becomes the person who's like the overgiver, the people pleaser. I definitely have struggled with this and I kind of worked my way through actually all three of these. And so don't beat yourself up. This is a very common 
place to kind of be in where you're just kind of not sure what your boundaries are. And so open boundaries tends to happen in a lot of families and friend groups because we just want to be a loving person. So we always think about the other person first and what do they need? And then we try to meet their need. So that means sometimes you're taking that phone call, even though it's nine o'clock and you're trying to have dinner and unwind from your day, but you're going to take that call because your friend is calling you or your partner asks you to pick up dinner, but you're tired and you you know, it's this way that you're always basically saying yes to everyone except yourself. And then you get mad and frustrated that people don't know how much you're doing and then you burn out and then you lash out or you hold resentment even, whether it's communicated or not communicated. And so there's a way that cycle kind of can feed itself. So where you want to aim to be most of the time is having clear boundaries. And that takes practice. That takes time, getting to know yourself, practicing in little and big ways, uh, having boundaries with different types of people and allowing this uh, shift over time to take place. The other thing that I think is really important to think about in boundaries is what season are you in in your life? Where are you at right now? Uh, What's going on? What are the factors at place? You know, have you moved? Are you a new parent? Are you trying to have a a grow a family? Are you looking for a partner? Are you planning a wedding? Are you looking for a new job? Did somebody recently pass or have a death in the family? Did you receive a medical report? That's unfavorable. You know, there's just so many things always going on in our lives that it's important to understand what season you're in and what do you need and have your boundaries follow that season. So they're not going to be the same boundaries for the rest of your life, maybe some, but oftentimes it's more about where are you at in your life? What's happening? What do you need based on that? And, and then putting your boundaries around that. And I also like to think about the exception versus the rule, you know, that the rule is we're going to have very clear boundaries, but you know, that's where there's flexibility in clear boundaries because there's an exception that sometimes that might, you might let that boundary go for a specific reason or person. Um, and you're open to that. There's a flexibility there. You're not rigid. So I hope that kind of gives a base understanding about boundaries. I'm kind of thinking about healthy boundaries, you know, it's just allowing each person in the relationship to communicate their wants and needs, basically respecting each other's wants and needs. So an example of healthy boundaries would be a being able to say no and accept when someone else says no. It's being able to clearly communicate, again, what you want and what you need, what your hopes are for the relationship and honoring and respecting your own needs and the needs of others. And when we begin to respect that, then there's a natural warmth and connection that grows in the relationship. Um, We become more vulnerable. And so we're open, you know, to share more about ourselves because there's a safety established when our boundaries are met. And again, you can be flexible. It's not always about closing people off, but really welcoming them in while understanding that sometimes not everyone can meet you where you're at and your boundary, whatever you state, your needs might not get met. And that can be hard. That's for maybe a different episode, but some ways that uh, unhealthy boundaries show up in our lives is, you know, this can be a dysfunctional relationship, a relationship where you don't feel safe or you feel like you're the one who's constantly compromising or you're the one who's always kind of giving in that relationship and not receiving back. 
This is usually someone uh, you're having a hard time saying no, your trouble maybe personalizing or having trouble accepting the no from other people and just kind of feeling resentful, um, you know, not really being able to clearly communicate what it is you need. So there's a lot of passive aggressive communication. There might be even just shutting down and just kind of an assumption that someone should just know how you feel or should know how much you're doing or should read your mind, right? That's not going to be helpful in any relationship, right? Constantly compromising your own beliefs, your own values. You know, there's a way that you're almost abandoning yourself and then you grow resentment over the other people in your life when they don't understand or see that. And so you might begin to just uh, pull away or you give, give, give until you burn yourself out and you go back to the same like square one. So unhealthy boundaries can sometimes just turn into a very just difficult place in life where you're just not feeling happy, not feeling good in your relationships, not feeling connected. Uh, there's maybe a, even a sense of feeling a love, a lack of control over your life, like your goals aren't being met. And over time, that can just weigh on you physically, mentally, emotionally. So here are 10 ways, finally kind of getting into the meat of it, how to set boundaries. So the first I would invite you to just reflect on your needs. Again, kind of thinking about what state in your life you're in right now, what season of life you're in, and take some time to identify your emotional, physical, mental, and even financial needs within your current situation. And then thinking about your relationships. So what do you need from your relationships? What do you need people to understand? Uh, what makes you feel comfortable, what makes you safe, and what feels like, you know, where your limits are. So for example, I tend to uh, know that I have quite a busy work week, and I really like to, when I am done in the evening, I don't take phone calls at all, unless it's an emergency, or I'm, you know, checking in with my mom briefly, or something like that. But besides that, I'm not a phone person. I don't like to talk on the phone much. And especially in the evenings after a long day, I'm exhausted. So I, I tend to not respond to texts, not respond to calls until the next day when I have a little bit more juice and energy to do so. So that's a boundary that I set, right? That's something that I know I need in order to feel good um, and safe and relaxed and have some spaciousness in my life. The next is communicating openly, initiating open and honest conversations with the people you love, the people you work with, care about, people you're just in a relationship with. Just clearly, once you know what you need, being able to express your feelings or concerns and the boundaries you wish to establish, uh, and just make sure to choose a suitable time and place for this discussion. Don't do it in the heat of a moment or argument. That's never a good time to clearly communicate your needs. That will usually just fuel the fire and your boundaries will it will get lost in translation. So find a time that makes sense to you. For example, if it's at work, if your boss, you know, is going to text you outside of your work hours, you can let them know or let your coworkers know, you know, hey, these are the hours that I'm working. If you happen to message me outside of these hours, I likely am not going to be able to respond until the next following working day that I'm on. Now, if it's a special project or something specific that you are working on, that might be, again, the exception to the rule. But specifically, people know not to you know, or if they do email you outside of those hours, not to expect a response back to you, even though that might be something they do. 
So it's really beginning to communicate openly. It can be hard. Start small and then work your way up from there. Uh, Next is be assertive. When discussing your boundaries, maintain a confident and assertive tone. Just, you know, clearly articulate your expectations, you know, emphasize the importance of your well-being. And that really helps people to understand your why. You know, you don't need to say you need to not call me after nine o'clock. Like that doesn't make sense. Like what would be more helpful is to say, I need to unwind after my long work day. So I need to take care of my well-being. And so I'm not going to take your phone call in the evening unless it's an emergency and you can dictate what is an emergency, uh, not them. And then communicate that clearly and assertively and confidently. It doesn't need to be harsh. You know, again, like boundaries are meant to keep people in our lives. And at the end of the day, somebody might not like it and that's okay. That's something we got to learn is to let go of that and let it be okay that somebody might be mad at you or upset with you because they've been used to how you've conducted yourself or that relationship, how you've engaged in it. Maybe you had loose boundaries and you were always saying yes and now you're starting to say no. People might not like that and that's okay. Um, I've gone through so many different evolutions with friends, family, work, and now they all know my boundaries and my boundaries and it's much easier now. But the first couple years, it was hard because I was still learning what I needed and then learning how to communicate it in a way that felt like still warm and loving and respectful, but I had a hard time. And then now I feel like I'm very clear for the most part. Um, I'm still learning, but there's a lot of ways that I feel a lot more clear, more assertive, more confident about what works for me what doesn't. And I just let people know. And then I let them decide how they want to engage in my life, knowing that information. I do not take it personal if they are mad. That is for them to work on. And so there's a lot of work that goes on emotionally for yourself to kind of work through releasing, personalizing people's response to you setting a boundary. The next is consistency. That's going to be key. It's crucial you uphold your boundaries consistently, just making sure that you're, you know, constantly maybe needing to repeat yourself for a while because you're retraining people how to treat you, reminding people about your limits and discussing how it makes you feel when they're not respected. Next, number five, practice self-care. Take care of yourself you know, that's so important. Prioritize your well-being and ensure you've set some time aside for your things that matter to you, your goals, because that's what ultimately boundaries is also for, to make sure that you're prioritizing yourself, you're getting to do the things that fill up your cup, that make you happy, your me time. And that's not about anybody else. It's about you and what you need and, you know, getting to tell the people in your life why that's important or what you're doing. That you know, should be encouraged and supported. And so it is on you to communicate that to the people in your life. You know, this will help to maintain a healthy balance and a loving relationship. Uh, The next few I'm going to go through quickly. Number six, goal setting. You know, ask yourself, what is the goal in setting this boundary? You know, why do you need to set it? Because then you can clearly communicate it. Um, Seven is is starting to get uncomfortable setting a boundary. You know, when you communicate it and start small, you know, start by the phone thing, maybe not taking the call, not answering right away, responding to texts a little bit later or the next day even. The key is just smart, small, focus on one thing at a time, one boundary that makes you uncomfortable, and then you'll get to grow from there. 
Next is be clear, you know, focus on what you want as clearly as possible and then being able to execute from there. Uh, Number nine, practice, 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 kind of aligned with consistency. But if you're thinking about setting a boundary that makes you uncomfortable or nervous, just write out what you want to say and practice it. You can even practice it in the mirror. And number 10, keep it simple. This is a time when less is more. Uh, Don't overload yourself with too many details. Just pick one thing that is bothering you and focus on that. Your triggers will tell you where your boundaries need to lie. You know, when you're upset, when you're angry, when you're feeling resentful, when you're feeling burnt out, when you're feeling not balanced, those are number one indicators that there's no boundary being set or a boundary's not being set correctly or it's being crossed. And so there's either a need for communicating that or understanding that that's what's happening and then communicating it. So it's a way to let people in and set limits and really train people how to treat you and how you treat yourself. Ultimately, Um, it builds up your confidence and uh, a desire to get to know yourself in a way that otherwise would not be possible if you didn't have those boundaries in place. Lastly, I'm going to leave you with some one-liners that you can use um, and practice these, but the first is use I statement. So whenever you're trying to express how you feel and a boundary is going to be inserted, you could say, you know, I feel burnt out and I need your support by letting me just have a day to myself and don't call me and I'll get back to you later after I'm done with my me time. The next is when you feel disrespected, you can use these one-liners and just really just think about it with a period at the end. There's no but, there's no and, it's just period. Uh, So the first is, I don't like the way I'm being spoken to right now. The next is, I would like to talk about this, but right now it's not the time. The next is, I would prefer to discuss this when we can be calmer about it. So all of these are when you're feeling disrespected and you can come back with a later time to discuss it, but in the heat of the moment, going back and forth, you know, you could say right now, I'm not my best self, so I cannot engage in this conversation further. I'll talk to you later on and maybe there's a time you can give, but if not, you could say I need some time to cool down and I'll come back and talk to you about this. But right now I'm maxed out. Um, instead of going and going and going, and then it just escalates and this argument now turns into a huge fight that's unnecessary. Just, just cut it off. Um, and just say, I don't like the way I'm being spoken to right now. I'm going to talk to you later when you're speaking to me in a manner that feels respectful. That's a boundary. Another is, you know, when people are inviting you out or, uh, maybe there's an event that you are being asked to go to, you can slow down your yes and just say, you know, I need more time to think about that, but I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Or when do you need to know by? I don't have an answer right now. I'm not sure. Um, so it's okay to say, I don't know, or I don't know right now. Uh, you can say, you know, I, I'll come back to you once I've had a thought about it. So buys yourself some time. The saying no with a little more explanation, you could say, you know, I would love to, but you know, my plate is really full right now. That's a really good one at work. Like I, I'd love to take that project on, but my plate is really full. And if your boss insists on you taking something on, you can say, you know, I can take that on, but I would need your support in removing something off my plate so that I can focus on these things. Um, That's another boundary you're setting at work. 
another might be, uh, I would if I could, but I'm unable to help with that right now. Maybe a friend is asking you to help them move or help babysit. And you know, oh, I, I wish I could. I just, I'm right now, my plate is full. I'm not able to help with that right now. That's it, period. I really appreciate the invitation, but I'm just not interested at the moment um, in attending or participating. You know, this could be an event you're being asked to go to or an invitation to speak somewhere or possibly a work event, whatever. You could say, you know, I really appreciate the invitation. I'm just not interested in participating at this time. Something along those lines. Um, and so those are some one-liners you can use and, you know, tweak them to be to your own liking. And, you know, in the end, just remember boundaries are the limits of appropriate behavior between people. Personal boundaries really define where one, one thing begins and one thing ends. Um, it's a way to increase intimacy in relationships with family, with friends, uh, with partners, with colleagues in a work environment. Just It really sets up the relationship for success. It's hard. It's challenging. It's a learned practice. None of us have really, most of us have not grown up learning boundaries. So we're practicing them as adults. And so you're going to make mistakes. Give yourself a pass and try again. Give other people also a pass. They might be trying to um, maybe talk to a friend about this episode, see how you can practice with each other. But setting boundaries is a key part of your mental health and well-being. It's really done wonders for my mental health, especially in my grief uh, when I was doing so much and giving so much. I That's how I had to learn. I couldn't keep operating at that point with all of these yes, yes, yes to everyone um, and no, nothing in return to myself. And so through a lot of pain and hardship is when I learned I had to set boundaries if I was going to sustain in life. So it can be a dark place that you're in and look at that as your breakthrough because that is going to teach you how to set boundaries, how to have healthy relationships um, and live a much more inner peace kind of lifestyle and mind. Um, Wish you all the best until our next episode. Take care of yourself and take good care of each other. Thank you for being here.